1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your
0: free job on LinkedIn.com people today. Island boy.
1: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Real Life Podcast, a member of the nation network of podcasts and delivered by DoorDash.
0: Welcome, welcome to Real Life, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on right now? I think that I'm in love with Matthew Kachuk. Are you guys all drunk? Welcome in. This is episode 323 of the Real Life Podcast. Hope you all enjoyed Jay saying Island Boy as the episode started. Good work, Jay. Well, it's, if anyone's paying attention to social media, it's all the rage. I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, it's these two guys yeah, uh, with interesting hair and a lot of tattoos on their face. Mm-hmm. Uh, sitting in what I think is a hot tub, singing the song Island Boy.
1: Oh, those dudes. I saw that on, uh, yeah. I saw that on Instagram. Earlier. Yeah. See, so yeah. yeah, like,
0: do you even have a phone? Like do you have social media? Like you saw it? Hmm. The Island boys.
1: Yeah, I did see. I, now I know what Jay is talking about. Is it, it didn't work? sink in for me though. Ah.
0: It's cause I didn't, I didn't go deep enough with the accent. <laughs> I don't think you can. Podcast is presented <laughs> by the HGA group. Jay, how great is the HGA group? Um, uh, I'd like to, I'm working with HGA law with something right now, which is all positive, not for the bad reasons. Uh, nice. they're helping me out with, uh, I guess we'll call a transfer of something. Uh, and they've been very helpful and they have not made this f- stressful for me, which is always nice. So thank you HGA for being so professional. And I'm also, yeah, no, I, I, we're doing a lot. We're doing a lot. Uh, if I must be fully aware or transparent, we've, uh, they have taken over all of the uh, accounting for us uh, for Oodle Noodle Franchise Corp. And that's, that's been very, very nice. It's very exciting. That's great. The HGA Group has so many different services to help your business get better. Well, they um, enjoy
1: the memes at Oodle Noodle, especially.
0: Oh, yeah, big meme fans. Yep. I like the memes. Memes are good. Uh, uh, and, uh, the other thing, and uh, maybe we should get we should play it somewhere at some point, but I'm getting a lot of love for the Trulolo uh, Oodle I like to mix it in on Twitter every now and then to get the reactions. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's funny because we got it playing on a few stations, uh, and there's one that uh, in particular. I'll just go out and say now radio. Um, they they get a lot of interesting engagement and reaction from it, so I think it means it's working. No, it's not working, Tyler. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah, Tyler just walked away entirely. Show just no, no, no. Do. Producer Liam forgot his keys in here. I'm just helping out. The, tra- the producer transition, as we like to say. Superior Tyler. As so, we yeah, also better like to Tyler. Say. Sure. Yeah, why not? I was going to invite him into the episode, actually. Oh, okay. There were so many people buzzing in the office, then there's just three of us. Yeah, right. this, us. Is, buzzing. this is
1: the most people I've seen in here so far.
0: It's kind of got some life. I can't wait to like kind of get it fully activated. You know what I mean?
1: I was talking to news director Zach Lang just before we started about, hey, I want to come to the office. What's doing? And it, it's it's nice to see it all come together. It's coming. Oh, it's really good. Chairs it, are showing up. Mm-hmm. People are here. Chairs are showing up. I don't
0: know. Well, there's, I'm sitting in a chair right now. Yeah. Sales we are guy. ordering some more chairs. Sales guy Jared said new chairs and a bunch of TVs and a bunch of TVs and we're maybe an
1: emulator up. if Wanya has his
0: way. Mm-hmm. And a fridge. Fridge. We already got a fridge. Now we're, we're got getting a fridges. bigger one. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. There's a Ooh. fridge going in the corner. Apparently. We're going to be more uh, furniture than we are than we are people. Yes. But good. at least
1: that fridge will be filled with nation beer, which is very important for the hydration. of You know, stuff. it's
0: very on brand that we have a fridge full of nation beer, which you know what we haven't been talking about lately. People need to remember how delicious and crushable nation beer is. Thank I you. I enjoyed Dr.
1: one last night. It was lovely.
0: Yeah, no, I had, a, I had a few last week and it was good, but I won't be having a few for a while because I did make true on my promise about my alcohol consumption of that football game. How was Nashville? Uh, Nashville. It, it can be summed up quite easily in one word. It's a hoot. Nashville is an absolute hoot.
1: You said on the Monday episode of Real Life that your beers per quarter, what did he say again? Two beers per quarter
0: or three? Two to three, yeah. Well, so So I think you said three to four. Well, you get like these big old beers. Um, So I, yeah, it was like, I was excited. Like, I took it easy the night before for the game day, like, just so I could be ready and primed. And, you know, the interesting thing, this is where, like, this is why I like teams like the Browns and the Bills. It's, like I said, it, it, it is about the team, but it's also about the fans. Mm-hmm. And, man, does Bills Mafia travel. Oh, yeah. They fucking travel. They must have been, the building must have been 50% Bills fans. Broadway, which is, like, the big, like, bar street that, uh, uh, in, in Nashville with all the honky-tonk bars, uh it was all bills fans all bills fans for like four days we went to uh we did a road trip up to louisville kentucky um on when friday i think that's cool i saw some pictures that was yeah scary. it was cool yeah i went to the louisville uh, uh louisville slugger factory as a kid my very first bat was louisville slugger so that was kind of cool and, and to go through that and see that and see like they're making like actively making Vlad guerrero bats while i was there which is kind of cool but uh also the bourbon distilleries and all that stuff. Louisville is kind of Louisville's a vibe. Uh, I want to go back and spend some more time there, but it was on the way home, the highway from Louisville to Nashville, just bills fans all just on, the like on the side of the road, driving down, Oh, driving down. So you, you could tell it was them. Cause they, they, the cars would just be like, their suspension was leaned back. Cause the car is packed so full of people and so full of stuff for tailgate, like coolers, like, 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 like coming out of their hitches, like attached to their hitch like a Thule. Oh, it was, uh, it, it was good to see. It was good to see. But the one interesting thing, sorry, I'm gonna get a rant. I, I, I did go to a hockey game, I went to their their home opener against the Seattle Kraken. Yep. And, um, we, uh, we were, were sitting with Preds fans, and there was one in particular that was sitting like kind of two people down from me, he was just so into the game. So we kind of started chatting because, like, like the one thing Nashville has is they have really good fan culture, right, for uh, inside the building. Got, they got chants for everything. chance for p- power plays, goals, um, <sighs> ref chance, everything. And we walked through. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, tell me how this came to be. How did this happen? And he's like, it can all be attributed to Section 303, which they have a sign up there they put up that's called Cell Block 303. Mm-hmm. And that is the rowdy pulse of the fan inside that building. And they are the ones that created and started all of the chants that you hear in the building today. So just to
1: interrupt, though, so the Predators are actually embracing this, though?
0: Oh, yeah, full-on embrace. It's not just like full there's no
1: ushers telling them to quiet down. No down.
0: ushers, yeah. Well, gotcha. Really? Well, and they're chirping goalies, and they're chirping refs. Like, they're getting after it. And so, like I said, they got a chant for everything. And it comes from... This this devoted group in section three hundred three. That's that's the router group. That's their gallery, that we used to have in the old that's building. The gallery, and uh, it was kind of interesting to hear that. Uh, so it was good to kind of see. It was sad to see Adam Larson in a Kraken jersey. Ah, um, but I could visibly tell that Kra- Kraken were out hustling and out working the Preds. So the minute that uh, Preds were de- up one nothing, I lied bet uh, Seattle to win. That was yeah. very juicy and lovely. And saw a fan fight uh, directly across from me. So that was exciting. And we he, just
1: we can't interact with each other in groups. This is what i am decided. We,
0: we, forgot, we forgot how to coexist. Yes. Uh, there was almost a scrap at the Oilers game that I saw. Oh. Yeah, it was a section over from me, and I had a buddy sitting in that section. And there was a guy, I guess, sitting with his... I think the way the story went was there's a guy sitting with his daughter and his wife, and a guy behind them was a little drunk, and yeah. spilt some beer on the people in front of them. And I guess he was very apologetic and was like, oh, my God. I'm so, but he was clearly drunk and rowdy the whole game as well. But was like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'll go run and get you napkins, blah, blah, blah. And I guess the guy in front of him turned around, had none of it, and spat on the dude behind him. Ooh. No, no, no. Bad move. No, Bad no, move. No, that's uncalled no, no, for. No, 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 that's grease. No, no, cre- no. And, yeah, they ahead. were, like, at ends, and then they both calmed down. No fists were thrown.
1: I feel like... The spitting is uncalled for no matter what the situation is.
0: Yeah, like if you want shit to escalate, swing. Don't spit. Yeah. Yeah, like spitting is way more disrespectful than throwing a punch.
1: And I would also say if the guy is being very apologetic about spilling his beer on you, the spitting is extremely uncalled for.
0: Yeah, yeah like the guy's having a good time at the game. He spilled. a little bit Hey man, bit of beer. I've
1: had beer spilled on me. It's happens. you know, yeah. part of the part of the
0: ambiance, if you will. That's the risk you take when you go inside, you know, you an pay. active fan war zone. It's the yep. price you pay. hmm But not in Edmonton.
1: No, I guess not.
0: Everything's everything's always hush out. Actually, I like the crowds have been good. Crowds been good early. I'd imagine in section three oh
1: three they're me. spilling beers on each other on the regular
0: for fun, on uh, purpose. They're embracing it. Yep. Oh man, yeah. It's so like we need to start we need our section three oh three. The rest will follow if we have a section worth of people trying to create the vibe. It's doable. Would love to see it. Really would.
1: I would too. I was watching. I think
0: Edmonton, I think Canada in general is just a little bit too hockey snobby for I it. I don't think we are. I think we need leaders to show us the way. Yeah, I agree. We never had it. Like, yeah, the gallery was up from Rowdy, but it's because you could get like college students could afford to sit in the gallery. Yeah. You, like college students can't afford to go to an oiler game. Mm-mm spend 100 bucks and then 100 bucks on booze like that's tough like you need that young like and they used to do it at, at uh, elks games yeah they used to have the college, college corner. corner yeah where the tickets were like five bucks and you like you'd show up and like there'd be like all the different schools and like it was a vibe scene.
1: yeah it was a scene so well others don't have a scene
0: and the other thing is right now they have no excuse at this moment not to do it because you look in the upper bowl there's at least a section worth of seats empty yeah that i look at it i call it the should be nation section
1: I think if there was a nation section, we could show people the way. For chants, chirps, all of it, the Oilers would have to embrace it. If if the Predators are embracing it and encouraging fans in three hundred three to get a little bit rowdy, then the Oilers need to also do that. Because I've been to games where people are getting rowdy in my section and been told to sit down or quiet down or whatever. Like, no man, it's a sporting event. I want to get a little bit
0: weird. Like you don't have to chant obscenities. I get that. No, 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 no. But you can have very well crafted, witty. Cut to the core chant.
1: Sure. Or even just chirping the other goalie, chanting his name.
0: Always oh, yeah. a classic. They, they go in this, this rant where they keep telling the goalie, you suck, you suck, it's all your fault. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> like, it's hilarious, but like, it, 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 like, think about how simple that is. Like, why can't I call, like, why can't we, as like a group of 18,000 people, call like Ryan Kessler a bum? Yeah. That would be awesome. I remember in that playoff series, the section I was sitting in for whatever game it was against the Ducks it was like the let's go oilers and it was fuck you Kessler. Yeah, that was great. Well, yeah, we don't need to drop an F bomb and and that's, yeah. And, and, and omit it. I'll happily omit it. Even though I, I do subscribe to a lot of F bombs, my F bombs per fuck per 60 are pretty high. Um, That's just how
1: people talk. I think it's funny how people pretend that's not how adults speak. Yeah, Yeah. that too. You slip in a fuck every now and then it happens. I, I,
0: I know I do it more than most, I think, but, uh, I just, I don't know. Um, How about that Oilers game the other day, though? Who we that was a barn burner. The ducks ducks. If you like
1: goals, that one was for you.
0: I landed and caught the third period. Also live bet to come back once I realized we were holding the we had we were we were holding the possession farm down in the third. But uh, we didn't look like we were moving too well. I have my 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 theory and rightfully so if we're rolling boys celebrate is I think after Saturday's win. The boys might have got after it a bit. And they're a little, a little sluggish to start, and that's fine. We're just so talented. That's we're, we're so talented that we can be that sluggish and still pull off like a six five barn burner, like we did.
1: It was just a little sloppy. Yeah, it was sloppy. Yeah, Mike Smith didn't have a great night. Then he and got hurt. Then, Miko was great. Do we Miko's know
0: good. what happened to him? I think it's his knee. So like where I was sitting, I had like a pretty good view of it. And he kind of slid across, and right when the whistle went, like he kind of did his little like curl up and like ooh, like something tightened up on him. And yeah. I mean, knowing Mike Smith, he. He he'll do that sometimes just because he's trying to draw a penalty, right? Yeah. So I didn't really think much of it, and then I like blinked. I was like, "Holy shit, the big man's in net! Like 19's there now." Um, but yeah, Koskinen was good, and with Smith, I mean, it, it'll be a week or two. But this is the concern with the goalie. He's almost forty, right? Is that yeah. he's he's gonna get banged up a bit? And we said coming into the year, Koskinen's gonna have to be better than he was last year. So here is test numero uno.
1: Also it's a test to see what the Oilers have in Stuart Skinner as well. Like I don't know if he's gonna play back to back. You'd think he might, but they might just play Miko back to back.
0: If they were gonna play Skinner, they would have played him tonight. That's right? what I would have done. Yeah, right? which is interesting. Like like Miko like you can't put a lot well, and who knows? We might have a new Miko on our hands because last year was heavy and we we can't base uh, you know, his we can't use last season to kind of come to judgment. We can use the season before for sure. So I'm giving him a pseudo pass, we'll say. But we also know he's a guy that can't handle, like, a large workload either. So, like, yeah. going back-to-back, back, like, that's that's a big deal. But having said that, this could be calculated because we're playing the Arizona Coyotes.
1: Coyotes tonight, Who Vegas suck? tomorrow, and then they have five days off, it looks like.
0: Yeah, yeah and Vegas is banged up. Like, they got two yep. key guys out. Stone's
1: out, but out, out.
0: I think uh, Martinez might be out, too, for tomorrow. Yeah, like the Uh, one thing we need to start doing is stop allowing so many freaking shots.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. And that's what I'm saying.
0: Like, that's actually the concerning part is in game one, they blew a third period lead sloppy. Second game, they gave up almost 50 shots to Calgary sloppy. Third game, they gave up five goals to the Ducks sloppy. Like, it's been three kind of sloppy victories. And I get it. Like, I saw Gregor's piece and I talked about it on the pregame show. You know, yeah, sloppy win is better than a loss. Like, I get it. But you know what's better than a sloppy win? A dominant win. Well, that'll be tonight. My, wow. game, my my score prediction is 6-1. Withers. But then even even tonight, let's say they go and dominate. Like, you're dominating Arizona. Yeah, game. exactly. I know. But I know. you have to dominate Arizona. But yeah, you, you better. This is a like game you have to. I don't, like,
1: We were t- I was talking about it on the B-Cast after the win against the Ducks. And I'm kind of of the opinion, as long as you win, fine. You know what I mean? But if you're sloppy and you lose to a team that you should beat, like, if they, if they had lost to the Ducks, like, that's disappointing because yeah. that's a team you should beat. Nine times out of ten. Same with Arizona. If they're sloppy and they, and they win, okay, they're working out the kinks. It's early in the season. There's rust and all that. But like, if you lose, there's no good.
0: No got to dial it in. No bueno. Um, the Ducks defenseman who scored on himself on the Evan Bouchard goal, mm. Josh Mahura, we were in the same grade two class.
1: Well, Evan Bouchard has got such a bomb that he scores from the corner even when nobody's expecting it.
0: With one hand, with one yep. hand, just waved he his magic a great wand. Game. He was the best about, defenseman.
1: How about Bouch? Already, we're three games in, already climbing the ranks.
0: Oh yeah. Well, that's that's good, and that's what we. Well, wow. that's what we need. Like we need, well, we needed that. It's not good because he shouldn't have to do it if Tyson Barry wasn't a fucking tire fire. Yeah, Yeah, but we know uh, he
1: he rode the pine a little bit in the third period. Mm.
0: We know defensively, Barry isn't that good, and but I don't even. Yeah, like we know he sucks, but like that still is not okay. He was a bit of a was he a bit of a slow starter last year too. He was. Yeah, this just could be his brand. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. They, I'm, I'm already scouring Puckpedia to see who could be available at the deadline. This team needs a defenseman bad. I'll tell you what this real team needs. bad. I will tell you what this team needs, and I don't know if it's been talked about. <laughs> but we need to be tougher. We're not tough enough.
1: That was Chalmers rant. Yeah, on that was Chalmers rant the other day. Monday. I
0: don't buy it. <sighs> yeah. What no. are they? What's not tough about them? Like against Calgary, yeah, Calgary was the tougher team. They lost five two. I don't care. What did the Oilers have? had you know, quote unquote tougher lineups in the yeah, past. But Calgary the sucks. Yeah. The Oilers are really good. So let's play like the caps or let's play the bees or let's play like, you know, like oh, that, so you're that. seeing
1: a scenario where like a Tom Wilson type kind
0: of runs I'm around d- and does. I'm just thing. Well, like, like you have we, Cassian we, and nurse and like, you're fine. Well, you don't want nurse fighting. How? Right. How? And he's not a fight, good hitter. There's never fights in the playoffs. Okay. But you don't want nurse fighting and this is now regular season. And he's not the greatest hitter. He's not a good hitter, but he'll break up a cycle. Yeah, he's a good defenseman. But then, why do you care how he breaks up a cycle if he breaks up a cycle? But, but I'm not talking. We need to be tougher to break cycles. We need we the other other team needs to know they're playing the Edmonton Oilers in terms of not necessarily on the score sheet. They need to feel it. And why? I don't think we're tough enough because that's that's how you win a Stanley Cup, Tyler. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's not out out offense. We're, it's grinding down the other team, having a and, hot goalie, and they have guys that can do that. Grinding teams down has nothing to do with like laying a big open ice check. Uh, in playoffs, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it Pit, does. You need re- to have it to turn a team. You the team needs other teams can't feel safe having their head down. They're not going to feel safe when Connor McDavid's coming out of hundred miles a minute. But that's that's one component to the game of hockey, and 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 that's one component. And, no, and I would I would say team toughness in the playoffs is very is more important than super high skill. I think the Oilers have enough to be that team come playoff time. Like I don't think it's an issue. Like from Ka- where where are you going to see it? Cassian's going to be running around. One guy Yamamoto for checks hard. Pull RV 4 for checks. checks hard. Zach Hyman 4 checks real hard. For checks. His- yeah. So Hyman's been nice. RV will create stink but like it's like it it stink and then a reaction but in, he's away. No one's afraid of RV No yes. one's afraid no of one's Yamamoto. No one's afraid of anyone. It's the NHL. Are you well, I I I have a feeling I have okay, a maybe fe- like Ryan Reeves like I like have that. a feeling you're probably if Cassian's in full Cassian mode and you're the opposing team, you're probably keeping your head up. Yeah, you're and you're probably your sure. and you're probably maybe rushing a a play because you know Zach's on the ice. And it's those little things, those little added deterrents that create more time and space for your skilled people. And also, if the game gets heated and things get pushed around, like there was a lot of scrums in that Calgary game. And I'm like, where's the guy jumping in? Where's the guy? Because it's it's Connor, it's Leon on the ice. And I don't expect them to. I'm like, where is all this? Like standing up and having that support for your team also allows everyone to feel and go that next level. We're not tough enough. It's not a, It's still not a pure skill on skill game. Yeah, and and I get that, but I also think they're they have enough of the jam to do it. Like, I don't know the game against Cal. We don't. You keep saying Cassian, Hyman, That's, Nurse. Hyman, nurse Hyman works hard. Her, okay, I, I, so he mixes it up. Hyman works hard. Yeah, I, that doesn't make him tough. Do so you want Lucich back? No. So what do you want? Like again, they're they're a. Weight. We just we just need. I'm just saying we need a little bit more element of toughness. We're, our our toughness, our I would say our toughness rating. A lot of, we're taking a lot of boxes. Our toughness rating isn't where it needs to be to take the big big step. And I'm I'm just I'm signaling that now. So I, I think- and that Calgary game really really I'm watching it and I was even watching the game against uh, uh, Vancouver. Well, and not so Vancouver. It was more so the Calgary game. I kept myself shaking my head. I'm like, we're not tough enough. We're not tough enough. We're not tough enough. We need to be tougher.
1: Looking at the this is in Gregor's GDB now that's up at otherstation.com First two lines, I would say not a lot of toughness per se yeah. on the first lines. Hyman though four checks like a an yeah. animal. Puliarvi is gigantic, so nobody's gonna even touch him anyway.
0: <laughs> but it's but it but are you scared playing against Jesse Puliarvi? Why do you have to no. be scared? Why do you want the other team to be scared? I want the other team to lose. I don't give a shit how they feel. Yeah, after. yeah well, think think about how you win how you win at sport. It's not just so one dimensional like you think it is. Let's keep working through it. So,
1: second line tonight is Nuge, Dry Yamamoto. I wouldn't say there's any toughness there.
0: Yeah, no, there's no toughness on the first two lines. Third line, Simon's tough because he can. He's not tough. He plays hard. Those are two completely different things. Fogle, Ryan, Cassian. That's a tough line to play against. That, that, that. So Cassian's tough. Fogle works hard. I don't know if he's tough. Ryan very smart.
1: I think that line could be hard to play against if you're talking about just guys that are in there mucking it up. Fogel, yeah. I would say, is Hyman Light. Fogel. Uh, Perlini-Shore Torres on the third, fourth line, there's not a lot there. I think no. you could be, if you want to insert some toughness, probably somebody there.
0: And there's nothing on the blue line outside of Darnell Nurse. That's and you also don't want him to have to jump in because it always has to be got the got guy to jump now. in because it might unlock a fight.
1: I wonder what dad's got in him. You think he's got some rage in there? Oh. You know what? He kind of got into a scrum the other
0: day. Like, he's starting to really grow on me. Like-
1: I'm looking at him. He's 6'2". That's what he's listed at. 6'2 over 200 pounds. Like, you could cause some mayhem if it's in there. We yeah. just don't know if it's in there.
0: Yeah. I just don't even understand what the argument is. Like, look back at the teams that win Stanley Cups, man. Like, you don't need... To have like an Okay, enforcer. so who won, who won the last? I, 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 when did I say enforcer? Well, okay, but you're sitting here and I'm going, I'm listing off the guys so, that forecheck hard and throw hits you on you the forecheck. But you think that's check. tough. I'm saying the word tough and you're saying, so then Oh, this guy difference? could break up a cycle. Well, that's not fucking tough. That's just a guy that works hard <laughs> and knows how to use a stick in the corner. So I'm not scared of fucking Zach Hyman coming to blow my ass up if I'm making a mistake or I have my head down. It's the players that make you force a play. That's what you fucking need. That opens time and space. That makes them forces them to make mistakes, which creates more offensive opportunities. But it's also those scrums where fucking Rasmus Anderson, who is a fucking puke, Chuck. <laughs> he is an absolute fucking puke, and we have no answer to know, Rasmus I mean, Anderson. I like how you're saying who that. Like fuck? I'm gonna be offended with the Anderson because <laughs> who the know? fuck, <laughs> who the fuck are we gonna let Rasmus Anderson? fucking dictate who's in charge that to me was so fucking embarrassing and if we do not have an answer to that to make rasmus anderson not feel like he has the ability and the runway to go and do something like he did to our beloved little yam fry then we're not fucking tough enough
1: did the others not score on that power resulting power yeah group? i
0: think they did that's what i'm looking up right but now. that's okay you but, can... it, but it always just comes down to goals like i'm I'd talking rather... about the whole cerebral thing I want... It's to, mental warfare too, man. It's, it is it is it is having those mental deterrents on the ice to force team to make mistakes. Who are the scary tough guys on the Tampa Bay Lightning? So I've okay, got the lineup so up right guy, now. Guys, guys that you know you're going to feel it from? Yeah. Okay. I got the Yanny lineup Gord, right now. Yanni Gord, Coleman, Kudrow, so Pat So you're not giving Zach Hyman credit, but you're giving Yanni Gord toughness credit. But uh, he's a prick. He's a fucking prick, Tyler. Zach Hyman's the nicest human in the world. He really is. And I love it yeah, he mixes it up on the ice. the guy can write twelve children's books just will sort of mix it up. Yeah, yeah, but was Rasmus Anderson scared of Zach Hyman? No was Zach Hyman even on the ice. but so then this then opens up. okay, so because of <laughs> yeah, I don't know, no, let's talk about that. Because of who was on the ice, because it was the line with Yamo, there wasn't someone there at that point in time. How come someone is not putting fucking Rasmus Anderson through the boards? Someone's got to shut that guy up, or he's gonna keep fucking headbutting Yamo. I see, and I don't see it like that. I see what it if, as, what if, what if that gave Yamo a concussion? Then the Oilers still get a power play out of it, and Anderson's probably suspended. Again, okay. So you think now everyone's just gonna run around headbutting the Oilers because <laughs> Anderson got away with That's it? That's just one thing. <laughs> but but Anderson was—he was visibly, and, and and every chance he got, he was being the he was being the lead prick. We're not the lead prick. We don't have. We have we have Zach Cassian and 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 he's starting to show his old form and I'm really excited for that but he's just one guy. I listed off four guys on the Stanley Cup winning, back to back Stanley Cup winning, Tampa Bay Lightning. Tyler, your rebuttal. One second. I, I can't remember. believe you think toughness is not required for the playoffs. Like I just the game think hasn't they, gotten that soft yet. It's still, it still have tough elements. I don't, see, and I'm not dis. Like, I you need some element of toughness. We need more toughness. I'm saying but we I don't think, have enough.
1: Where would you like to see it go, though? I guess, like I'd say, the fourth line is probably the most. <laughs> sure, open yeah. Spot. If
0: you could swap out Perlini with someone who's tough, do it.
1: How dare you?
0: Like it'd be, it'd be nice to have like a real like. There's like a few unicorns out there, but. uh you know, it just 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 more guys that are like like what makes Brady Kachuk so good? The threat that he'll fucking take your head off outside of being super skilled. That's what makes him extremely unique. Makes that guy unique, sure, is yeah. not afraid of anyone. You're so heated about this. Well, of course, because I care about the fucking Oilers, and if I want them to win the Stanley Cup, they need to get tougher. And this is what it's all about. Being a regular season hero isn't what it's all about. I don't think either of their two first round exits had anything to do with toughness.
1: Hmm. What I would say is I would like to see the others, regardless of bringing in tougher guys per se, is do a better job of standing up for each other.
0: But you can't. Let the, so in the same breath, but like, like, like I can, I'm, I'm not looking room, for though. a Steve McIntyre. But like, and like, trust me, Duncan Keith is going to the thing about I like about Duncan Keith is he's a guy. It takes a, num- a guy's number down and doesn't fucking forget, best believe Duncan Keith will get Tyler Myers. I don't know what the fuck he's going to do. But okay. he's gonna he's he's gonna get Tyler Myers.
1: I'm just thinking more of like a, a three musketeers scenario where if something happens that no matter who you are, you're like, all right, we're in the pile.
0: Like you can't like it's like like yeah, like Leon and Connor kind of get in that, but you can't like expect that either. Nor do you really really want to. But like those first two lines, there's a scrum. Like unless Darnell like, but if Darnell moves in from the blue line, he forces the the uh, face off outside. So he also has to be very careful. So it's just like. You know, or maybe in a game like that, you move Cassian up to the top six. No, I'm not doing that because Cassian's <laughs> not better than their other top six options. <laughs> I'd rather have Fogel in the top six than Cassian. Like, again, like Cassie. Although I think
1: Yammo's going to get bumped out if he does pick it up, up here. No, no. So well,
0: if there's your tonight. spot for some. Uh, Yammo's scoring tonight.
1: I bet on him to score tonight, so I need him to. A little yeah. bit of risky business there
0: for you. Yeah, yeah. nice. So we need to be tougher. We can't let the, the shitty Calgary Flames push us around. We won the game 5-2. That's, that's the Flames won. are going to miss the fucking playoffs. They can be as tough as they want. They'll be on the golf course while the Oilers are hopefully going okay. to the second well, round. Just if you're listening to this go, right now. Go, go fucking do research on every <laughs> fucking team that's won the Stanley <laughs> Cup and show me where a pure skilled Who team won did, the Stanley Cup. Did you an, an article about going this? back-to-back back years. Oh, my Who God. Who was scary on Pittsburgh? Who spooked you? Who spooked me? Yeah. I'll have to go and look through the roster. Okay, even Tampa Bay, like you said, Yanni Gord. They could either they fucking wear you down or something. But so I'm just looking at I, Pam's. But last now, like, see, and I say wear you down, and you're like, y'all Yo, wearing you down. <laughs> so is not one the same component. But I got I got to see there. There's clearly there. There has to be some of that element. And I think they have or they had some really good element. hitters or something. Like the thing is, like, like when no one's going around. Like like I said, you think I'm going saying going around and picking fights. I'm saying going around and blowing guys up because I'll always talk to that game two years ago when Zach Cassian on the opening shift. Blew up, blew up Nate McKinnon and set the fucking path for the Oilers to win that game. So Zach Kassian's your guy. Zach Hyman can lay a body check. Duncan Keith is tough as nails along the boards. He's a prick. He'll put a stick in the back of your leg. Okay, so I think there's enough there. <laughs> I, I want to know if you're
1: listening to this right now, Real Life Podcast.
0: There's not enough Nation there. Nation Real Life on
1: Twitter and Instagram.
0: Hit us up. There's not enough there. Are
1: the Are the Oilers tough enough? Do they uh, need Yanny Gourd or other gourds like a pumpkin?
0: Or maybe <laughs> a spaghetti squash. Yeah, that's nice. Before we uh, keep going on here, need to give some love to our friends at DoorDash. Promo code DD gets you 25% off. No delivery fee on your first order. Or if you have ordered before, get some Oodle Noodle in you. Oodle 2021 gets you $7 off your order of $30 or more when you get Oodle Noodle on DoorDash. Also, shout out to twig and They got some great stuff. I've said it before. End of summer sale. Also, promo code there nation fifteen. I forgot that there is uh, there is a group of electricians coming in here, so this is gonna have to be a quick episode of the real life. podcast. Really? Oh, how they soon? Here? Um, couple minutes.
1: Oh, what? should we, well, we bring them in as guests on the podcast to see if they think the team is tough enough, or I
0: could just let them in and we can keep recording.
1: I'd be curious if the electricians yeah, think that the team off. is
0: tough enough. All right, we're just gonna keep rolling through then. Mid maintenance pod. Mid maintenance pod. There are so we're people fighting...
1: in here adjusting furnaces. Yep. There's lights going on. Flashlights, foam, foam being installed. Yeah, foam being installed. Fell off. Yeah, fell off. We need to upgrade the the tape or the glue or whatever we it have is. To
0: upgrade from maybe tape to glue.
1: Mm. Calk.
0: That's what you call it. Is that
1: how you really say it?
0: I just really wanted to emphasize that L. <laughs> 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 yes, calk. Yes, calk. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, that sounds right to me. Um, anyways, while,
1: while you, while we were cut there yeah, for, a we couple cut of seconds, for a few minutes, the thing that I liked is that Tyler was trying to find a key for the furnace room in which the electricians are working currently. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Jay was rooting through the penguins rosters from their Stanley cup seasons to find their toughness, which I very much enjoyed. You
0: two going back and forth has been very fun for me. Well, it's good to have a heated spirited. Conversation, yeah. Uh, so while we were cut, Jay said the Penguins had Tom Sestito and he didn't play a single playoff game, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I, but I, I said it as like they actually had a meathead on their team, like that was the point uh, of me saying roster, Tom Sestito, not so much on their team per se. Well, he would have played in the regular season, <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, 17 games combined between two seasons, yeah. Yeah, he was well, I'm just saying.
1: Tom Sestito is tough though, they were
0: willing to go that far, but they did have their tough guys guys that you would have to be worried about in terms of, like I said, I'm not saying fighting. I'm just saying Physical threats, Rafi Torres. You had to have your head on a swivel when Rafi Torres was on the ice. But and like, they have Zach Cassian, like again, he covers that base for them. They have I do a, wish uh, Warren Fogo would hit more, but it's, maybe he has. But like will. I just don't.
1: We haven't seen it yet
0: because he's a bit yeah. Good. We'll see. I, I hear he works hard, but I I just don't. He's know, high and light like light to me. Yeah. If so, if he, if he, hard work that's good to a point, but when you get into games like you do against Calgary, you want to be able to take the power plays and beat them five two. <laughs> you want you want to be able to stand up and show up and let them know you can't be pushed around because those can have impacts on games. Because if you want to push them around, we'll take the power plays and beat you five two.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of nice tension in the room right now. There so is. like,
0: I know it's hilarious. We should beat the Flames. Yep. Yeah. So like, who fucking cares? It's not a vantage to use that as a. Let's play a good team that's tough and see how. Where we I can. will
1: agree with Jay Tyler is that. Without those guys on your roster, the other team, if they're down five two like Calgary was, that's just it. Opens the door to take a shot at Connor and Leon because those guys are there on the roster.
0: See, and I just don't think that stuff really happens anymore. Like, are too much in today's NHL, and you have a few deterrents. Like Darnell Nurse. Can will we drop get the Tim Peel on here? But what it's, but once again, it's not about fighting. It's about it's about forcing yeah. mistakes and forcing mistakes with gar- gargantuan hits because you know. Zach Cassian and hopefully two others that we have on our hockey team because
1: like I'm are not thinking be about the bottom ice six, and you now. need to know that we so the the top six. There's not a lot there in terms of like a tough guy, quote unquote. And in the bottom six, you got Zach Cassian. Lost Jujar. You know the hammer was going to swing if he
0: needed to. You knew the hammer was going to swing once again. Hammer not a good hitter. He wasn't a good hitter either. His boots just weren't there really. You can skate. He's not a good he, header. He, he just kind of like smothers guys. And that's kind of the game Nurse plays too. And like that's, I, I don't care if he's not a Nurse. Not. He's so good at everything else. And he is tough. Like you have to be scared of like not going too far because Nurse will jump in and go crazy. Yeah, he'll and beat you the don't, don't want that. Him. And that is a bit of a deterrent. But just I'm saying just more physicality. You don't think they're physical enough? We're not physical enough. I think they need a good puck moving defenseman on the left side before the deadline. I think that is needs to be prioritized numero uno. Well, that's an evergreen tweet. A lot of though, isn't it? On this episode.
1: Looking at the game against the ducks here, Jay, for you. Twenty nine hits for the ducks, twenty two for the others. Mm. Do you care? I don't know.
0: The heck I'm counters. just reading the stats. The shot count is what scares me in that game.
1: The shot count is really just Ooh. been scary over the first three, in my opinion. Yeah. They give up way too many shots. I know a lot of them came from the outside, especially against Calgary. But, like, still, 50 shots against the Flames is too many.
0: Our friend Nico Jolly says he's downstairs with a gift for me. Should I go get it? Oh, That'd I actually welcome. sat down with him uh, for lunch. There was him. <laughs> yeah, There's Wade. Alan Kramer. Mm-hmm. Dangerous Wade. Dangerous Wade. Uh, and uh, Brad Stepanko. I did see them as well. I went and I talked to them for two minutes, and then Jared said, "Hey, we got to talk upstairs." So then I got away from the table, and then it's I never quite went back. the crew that showed up today. It's a hell of a crew. Yeah, it's a good lunch crew. Yeah, good um, game day lunch crew at the Pouch. All right, I'm gonna go run and get this thing. Do you have to go right away, anyways? Do we have to wrap this up? Uh, I don't know, baby. Do you want to talk for five
1: minutes? I've always got five minutes. Tyler's running downstairs to Shocker. get a gift. He's skipping
0: work so he can get a gift. It doesn't get more selfish than that, folks. He really doesn't. First of all, he's poo-pooing on your need for toughness well the thing about your remchuk is he's young and he comes from a different you know we're from two different times and eras of hockey and yeah. it, it that'll he always watch show 90s hot, nhl and that'll and that'll always be him and i will always disagree in that regard cuz i i i i came up a little more old school and he's new school
1: yeah, and to your point, the Oilers don't have a guy like a Tom Wilson on the roster where he's got well, the like, skill but he will light yeah, you up.
0: Yeah, like and, and there's there's only a, he's a, little bit of a freak. Of those, there's only a handful of those types of guys, but like they are they're game breakers in their own right. Mm-hmm. Um and like I I, I I would love to go through some other rosters and pull out some other guys like uh, that can that 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 have that that are Tom Wilson lights. I'm like, looking at the
1: Oilers roster though, and it's almost like we need to lock some of these guys in a cage and poke them with a stick or something. Cause they've got some size on the roster this year. We the do. Warren Fogel six two, Uh pulley RV six, four, but he's a big puppy dog. You know he's a I
0: big mean? puppy dog. He's not, he, you can't say he's a physical threat at all. He'll, he's willing to put his body into things, get the booty RV filed up and put himself into areas and piss guys off with how, like how he works. You know, his, his corner work and stuff. He'll piss guys off. But like we see it. Like if there's a scrum, like he's, he's shitting his pants, but that's, that's no okay. way!
1: Look at this. Tyler's come back up. He's got a real life podcast. Avoid the grind. One of one hoodie from Nico. John. Oh my god!
0: This makes so much sense. He avoided the grind to go get it. How sick is this? That is oh, super. That's good. cool. Okay, we got our first piece of real life podcast merch. This is so cool. Yeah, I'm okay. going to post a photo if I'm allowed to post Nico's face online. I'll get his permission, but I'm going to post this. It is unbelievable.
1: That's a cool hoodie. Well, Nico's sick. also doing some work for us uh, and helping out with some graphics and some social content. He's a graphic designer by trade. So, to have him come up with the Avoid the Grind hoodie and give it to Tyler. The worst part about it to me is that I didn't get one also.
0: Yeah, I, I, I yes.
1: I feel like I've been living this lifestyle my entire life and Tyler has just adopted it recently. So cool. I'm so happy. We yeah. should have some real life gear though, I think now that I'm looking at this. We probably sell like one the back to Survey Abroad
0: too. Man, he went oh, all wow. out. Yeah, Jeez. he went all out. This is so cool from Nico. Yeah, oh, thank you, man. Nico. You're the best, and you make some really funny shit, sir. Yeah, it's great. I'm gonna post this on Instagram.
1: Tyler's just fully distracted. Oh, F- I'm so fully, distracted. yeah,
0: fully distracted. Okay, so okay. where should we end things off here, bag Milk? Is there anything <laughs> real life we should discuss?
1: Yeah. Uh, we're looking for a new producer for the real life podcast, one that actually wants to stick with us throughout the hour.
0: Continued. Who wants to embrace the grind? <laughs> I'm also like, you know, I'm the only one who consistently shows up for every episode. Oh, Bagwell, because we're pretty good. Yeah, you're in How nice How dare still. you? My trial schedule sometimes gets in the way, but I always still like to try to pop in. Episode yeah,
1: 323, good. I've been probably on 200 and some of these. Good point. Thank you.
0: I'm, I'm not as many as Bagwell, but I'm, I'm pretty i like to think i put the work in i'll tell you one thing though there's a lot going on in my personal life well, i shouldn't say personally my work life HJ has helped me yeah. out with it thank you HJ. but i had to work f- way more than i wanted to on this trip i spent about four maybe five hours in back alleys on broadway behind bars and restaurants that i was at so i could do 30 45 uh, 60 minute calls
1: were some of these calls with like kind of one eye open Considering you're no, on football I, trip, well, with the boys. I,
0: I knew they were coming, so I was always until they were done. Is until I, I, uh, I was when I waited to kind of start getting after. That's why uh, at the football game, I was on the phone all day after that. We went to Top Golf. I was on the phone for. We were there for two hours. I was on the phone for seventy minutes of our two hours there, um, and whatever. I'm, I sound like I'm, 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 uh, I'm venting, but. Uh, I, I, That's why I went. I came at you guys with an aggressive beers per quarter at the Mm. game because I had to play some serious catch up.
1: Yeah, you got to play catch up. There was no minding the pitch count, is what I noticed with that BP. No, you know, and it's
0: you know what. Sometimes it's nice to uh, not uh, play with a pitch count. You know, just feel free. Yeah, I know. I know. I've paid the price the next day for it, but you know what? Sometimes it's nice. And I'll tell you one thing about Nashville. Tootsie's is just a great. Well, there's so many good honky-tonks, but Tootsie's just has some really good musical talent. I just really
1: hope that this nation vacation to Nashville is going to work. So that's in April, because we were supposed to be in Vegas tomorrow.
0: No, we were going to go in November.
1: Oh, is it November? Yeah,
0: the reason why, there's some crazy conference to meet. It's so expensive to go right now. And I know someone who went down, he's like, oh, my God. He's like, you wouldn't believe the hotel prices right now. I'm like, "Oh, yeah, we were warned about that. But I'll tell you one thing. Nation Vacation Nashville, April fourteenth. We got to work out the dates because the flying oh, there's right kind of weird. right after my birthday. It's perfect. We have secured seventy tickets to the game. That's the first step. Now we got to figure out how we're going to get there. Charter. So chartering. I, I've. It's been. I, I've been saying everyone we're going to charter, <laughs> and you know if I'm keeping it one hundred, <laughs> I can't charge <laughs> I can't I can't I can't charge everyone what they need to be charged this trip for the charter It is 10 grad. It is too expensive cuz here's a, here's our charger. here's some fun facts. Here's here's charter 101 for you. When you're dealing with a non like a like an airline company. Uh, you have to pay for the flight that the people go on to go there. Then you have to pay for the flight to leave so the plane can go back into service for the day. So you have to pay for two flights each way. So it's uh, four flights. Yeah. So the economics of a charter are not there. Um, and that's what I thought the point of that was was a provide a super cool experience by flying direct and secondly, you know, charter and get a good deal. Not the case. So we're working <laughs> with a few a uh, few airline partners here to see uh, how we'll get there. I think we I think we found a hotel. There's a newer hotel. The other thing with national hotels are expensive, but we think we found one with a very very reasonable rate. So mm-hmm. We're going to get that locked in. That's good. So once we get the flights, I think, you know, we'll launch closer to like November and like kind of tied in as like around a Christmas, Christmas and stuff. Yeah. Um, no, no, no better gift than a nation vacation. Never. I've been on a few. Little I've been biased. On most. We have a great time. Best There's time. Some good podcast content that comes great out of it too. Great podcast content. And we'll level up on the video side of it, but it's a good time. And trust me, Nashville will deliver all we, the only, only itinerary we have to organize is Nashville and the game.
1: It I just think handles itself. If you have never been on a nation vacation, it's just also super cool meeting people you've probably spoken to on the internet a thousand times but have never met in real life.
0: Yeah. So that lunch that took place downstairs today, those are all people that met on a nation vacation. Yeah, that's, that's cool. how
1: they met. That's awesome. That's awesome.
0: And, We're bringing and that's, people super together. Cool. that's super cool when you see that. All right. There are people I promised access to this studio to make it better. So we got to wrap this up. Shout out to the HGA group, DoorDash, and Twigginberrys. Shout out to Nico Jolly for my sweet new hoodie that I love I'm very so much. I'm so pissed. Should Not be.
1: pissed. Jealous. Yeah. Hurt.
0: That's it yeah, for episode offended. 323 of The Real Life Podcast. Enjoy your weekend, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Real Life Podcast. Don't want to miss any of our nonsense? Hit the subscribe button and give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...